you tell I'm in denial? You can't stay at the top forever. I was also very surprised when I looked at the, my phone and saw Joe Girardi dismissed. Well, I I think mine were with common sense. I think now belongs in the all-time greats top 10. Boston, I really think only got to this point because of a guy named Chris Middleton being out for the Bucks. That power play just was unbearable. It was incredibly, it was humming. Man, am I happy. I, I knew that this was going to happen. I knew he was going to come back. When I think of New York Yankees now, it's Judge. Probably people in the past when Jeter was coming up. I would be shocked. A little bit hurt. Hey, this is Greg Tepper of Dave Campbell's Texas Football, texasfootball.com, and Valley Sports Southwest. You are listening to Outsiders Opinions with Kevin and Austin. What's up, y'all? Welcome to our NFL Opinions of the Week. I am Kevin, and I was not on my own with this because of Austin. Yeah, this took this took a little bit of thought, Kevin. Uh, lessons are sometimes hard to recognize until a season is over, but we, we figured out five that we really think have been important to this season. Yeah, no, and we've come up with fun ways to say them, which I'm very proud of. Um, so one that comes to mind is the new coach does not mean new culture. Um, to me, I was thinking of Sean Payton. They arguably worse, or they have a worse record than what they did last year, right? Or no? Um, or it's similar. I don't know. It's, I think it's the same record okay. at this point. But uh, that's a great point. Another way, I, I wasn't even thinking of Sean Payton. I was thinking of Frank Reich in the Panthers. Ooh. The Panthers have been bad the past couple of years, and this year, it new culture, same culture, and that it's obviously not helping them win games when they need to. Uh, but we've also seen some coaches change it, but just because you change at coach does not guarantee a change in culture. Yes. Um, yeah, I think that's a great way. I love how we were thinking of different coaches, but same idea. It's more indicative of a deeper problem with the Panthers and Broncos more to the Broncos part because of the Russell Wilson. I think that has to be said. Panthers are just a young team. They're still developing, but Kind of means, okay, we may have the right coach, which I think you do in Frank Reich. I think you still do with Sean Payton, but there are other things that need to be changed or need to be improved. That's a great way to put it. So, yeah, that's one lesson. Um, I want to save one lesson for last, but I will go to the offensive line. It's still the most important possession group. Position group. Um, I think you can talk about this with uh, Joe Burrow. I, I know you were kind of the, you were the lead blocker on this. Um, so what team came to mind on this? Yeah, I, I think that uh, you made a good point with, obviously, the Bengals. But this is true with the Chiefs. We've seen a lot of problems with John Taylor on the, uh, as a tackle, keep dropping offside or getting holding or getting significant penalties. Like, the O-line's the one position group that you need to be, not perfect, but very good every day, every game. Because if not, it really does impact everything. A mistake by them is a hold, and a hold automatically results in 10 yards. It's not like a wide receiver that can get a drop. It, it, it offensive line mistake is either a hold or allowing a sack or a, allowing a loss on, on the run. Yeah, And those great. are significant, significant losses at times. Yeah, it's a great point. Um, yeah, and I think I brought up the Bengals. Chiefs are a good example, too. I wasn't really thinking of them. But the Bengals is – it. Relied Joe Burrow, to, it had to have Joe Burrow be more mobile, which you're going to do because of the injury. Now they're better. 
But yeah, and the Chiefs, it's also a group you don't want to mess with. The Chiefs messed with it in the offseason just because Orlando Brown left. They tried to keep him. But then also, oh, Andrew Wiley left at right tackle. So they And tackles are very important. Um, I think can't be understated the news for the left tackle, what the importance of that. And you bring up great holds. And it really just sets the uh, thinking. And it may take time to develop because it took time for the Dolphins line to develop. But look at what that's doing for them now. Yeah, you you make uh, some great points. And I think another thing you kind of brought up, but I'll kind of hammer home now, is the importance of chemistry on the line. Uh, the way you block is as a unit. You don't block. I know there's a lot of 1v1 blocks, but it's as a unit. It's a group job. And when you have high chemistry, if someone makes a mistake, you can uh, adjust for that. So uh, chemistry matters. And like we said, the offensive line is still the most important position group. Yeah, and one more thing. That's a great point that you finished. I like to finish the block on that one. Um, also, blocking is huge in the brotherly shove um, because other teams try to do it and some teams failed. I know it's 92%, but when you look at the Eagles, it's because of their offensive line. Yes, Jalen Hurts does help it, but I think it's mainly because of that offensive line and just the way they've run it and then they go through it. Yeah. There we go. Now uh, we, we've done two lessons. Now on to the third. Multiple ways to win. Um, I think this just comes to the Steelers. Like someone's like, oh, the Titans should win. I'm like, well, it's weird because the Steelers' offense is terrible, it, but they just find a way to win because of their defense. Yeah, Mike Tomlin is such a great defensive head coach. And while he has – I don't know what kind of relationship he has with Canada to the point to where he won't get rid of him despite the offensive ineptitude. But he's such a great defensive coach. And there's ways to win. And Mike Tomlin has basically found every way to do it during his tenure as a Steelers head coach, from one of the best offenses in the league to one of the best defenses to pulling something out that you rarely see from any other team. Yeah, and um, I also think of teams change. Uh, to me, the Bengals and Chiefs come to mind. Chiefs offense has struggled, but their defense kind of led the way. And then while Joe Burrow was struggling, the Cincinnati defense. And it, offenses can be different. As we were thinking of different questions, and it all fell into this. Because some offenses are relying on the run game, some on the passing game. To me, that's something that comes to mind. And it's it's just how does the coach find a way to win? That's important. And it doesn't. there's no universal formula to this. Yeah, that's a uh, that's true. I, I think that's what we can end it off on is there's no universal formula. Yeah, it's just there are different ways, and, but defense still is a factor. I I wonder what the stats like are on this, but our fourth lesson is defense still wins. It seems like defenses are catching up to offenses, which I love it when we have defensive plays and it's hard to score a lot of points. Yeah, it can make some for some of the most enjoyable games. Or I, I, just because a game is low scoring does not mean it's a bad one. No, I, I think it's just when you're. It can be bad if they're just missed plays, but if it's because of two great defenses, it's incredible. Because you're like, oh man, and it makes it a lot sweeter when that touchdown comes. 
So I wonder what's happening with this, but it's a, it's a lesson that defense still wins, and this is in part to the Steelers. But finally, I wanted to – this was something. It just seems like a weird view of QBs. Like I don't – there's no universal way of developing QB. That's a lesson that I'm sure everyone knows, but it's weird because Will Levis looks great. I know they lost um, last night. Um, we're recording on Thursday. But in his first game, he looked incredible. And then you have Zach Wilson, um, his final 20 seconds to get that win for the Jets. Or, well, they got the to tie the game. It was just incredible. I'm like, wow, okay, Zach Wilson making a comeback. Josh Dobbs, too. But he got traded. So it's just a weird year to me. And it just shows, okay, there are different ways a quarterback can be good. And it may be based on the environment. Yeah, I mean, you make a great point. Uh, environment definitely matters, especially for a QB, which is a position that is so mental. It's a lot less physical. I would say, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but it's the most mental position on the uh, on the gridiron. In football, I don't know if there's another position where you use your mind more. Yeah, no. Um, and you do need physical strengths to it, but it's also, okay, how can I deal with that interception? How do, am I reading the right coverages? And another thing that comes to mind, there are late bloomers. Geno Smith seems like Baker's been playing well. Um, but, oh, man, I was trying to – I thought of a QB. I can't remember, though, who I was thinking of. Oh, I was thinking of Brock Purdy. He looked great, but I think defenses are changing now, so how does he adjust to that? Yeah, that's a great point. And adjustment is really where you can make or break your career. Uh, career and adjustment really does show that you can uh, learn on the fly. And I I do think that a lot of the best QBs can make the best adjustments. I think that's what makes them so great. Yeah, and that's just one thing. I wanted to save it for last because it's such a huge lesson. And it doesn't seem like I thought there was a way of like, okay, let's draft a quarterback, let him just get them going. Now guys are playing them, then they're benching them, then they're playing them. I don't really like that route. And just what does it mean for the future? Like what happens next year during the draft? We see a lot of QBs get drafted. That's just my thing, and I'm so interested in it, especially with the Niners because I know Brock Purdy has struggled, but it's not exactly because of him, because of his environment. His team is dealing with injuries. Yeah, I. that's a, that's a great point. injuries definitely affect that yeah um i'll snap the ball to you uh for the final um out or final touchdown final drive of this episode yeah that final out you're still on all the baseball stuff but you know i've I've kind of been on puns but everything else has kind of been to the wayside on the sidelines yeah but uh thank you guys for listening we really do appreciate it uh, what's the what's the biggest lesson you guys have learned from this season? Because there's been a lot of them. And uh, catch us in our next video.